You are listening to Mix 104.9's 360. Now the government is set to investigate key land parcels in an effort to support further population growth here in the Territory. $15 million is going to be invested over the next five years in planning works for population and industry growth. Now joining me on the line is the Minister for Infrastructure, Planning and Logistics, Eva Lawler. Good morning. Good morning, Katie. Minister, work is underway, obviously, in an effort to plan for future population growth, identifying land as well as locations where residential lots will eventually become available. What areas are the government looking at to release these 5,000 residential lots? Okay, so just one step back, Katie. So we've released the um, Holtz to Elizabeth River sub-regional land use plan. Um, so that, and this is the second stage of consultation for this plan. So the first stage was going out, talking to people, asking people uh, in Palmerston and the rural area about what they saw for the future. So we've released this plan, which is a 30 to 50 year long vision plan. Uh, it's out for consultation until the 26th of November. But part of it, so the, the plan focuses on the, the area that's like a ring around uh, the community of Palmerston, around the city of Palmerston. So mm-hmm. uh, the plan focuses on Holtz, that 11-mile industrial area, the south sort of west side of Virginia, which is the sort of the land that abuts to uh, Palmerston, Archer, and then Mitchell West. And so that's sort of like a ring around Palmerston, uh, and that's what the plan looks at. And part of that then is Holtz, and that's where we've been having um, conversations for quite a while uh, about the future suburbs, um, future residential suburbs uh, in that Palmerston region, which is Holtz. And yeah, so right. This this plan, so there's the Darwin Regional Land Use Plan, which is that greater all of Darwin and beyond plan. The next one is this Holtz and Elizabeth River Regional Land Use Plan. We will then get to the stage of doing the area plan for actual Holtz. So when you talk about residential lots, and we're looking mm-hmm. at about 5,000 residential lots there, then once this, um, this regional land use plan, sub-regional land use plan is completed, and as I said, is out for consultation, then we focus on the uh, absolute area plans for areas such as Holtz. So that area plan will look at things such as um, you know, where schools will go, where the community purpose land will be, uh, you know, the roads, uh, any other shopping centres, anything like that. So that looks at mm. the social infrastructure as well. So it's um, the Independent Planning Commission, that's work they're doing. Uh, we're at the mid-stage now. Yep. And then the, the nitty-gritty, the, smallest, the smaller grains uh, of the area plan are done through that Holtz area plan. So, Minister, how much are we really expecting the population to grow? So this, um, the, the Holtz to Elizabeth River sub-regional land use plan is based on about a 2.5% growth of population. So it is about making sure, though, that we do have land available into the future. So uh, it's no point in getting caught out, and mm-hmm. it's also about making sure we have those titled lots. So uh, this is land that's owned by Northern Territory Government, so we're in control of that. We can put in um, the headworks all the work that are needed uh, for a future suburb there. I mean, there is always a lot of pushback, I think, when it comes to development and land release. Lee Point is a good example of this. Um, Does that early consultation try to help with avoiding situations like we've seen at Lee Point where there's obviously still people that are very concerned about that development going ahead? 
Yeah, absolutely. So, Katie, this is vitally important that people have a say now because this is probably the stage that happened in 2015 at Lee Point where people said we weren't consulted. So this is the consultation. This is the time to have a say. Uh, so the Holtz to Elizabeth River, if you own land in that area, if you are planning on buying land in that area into the future, you need to have a look at this plan because this plan sets out where the rail and uh, road corridors are going to be. So there's um, uh, you know, a rail corridor to Glide Point. So mm -hmm. in 30 to 50 years, if we have a port at Glide Point, what's the rail corridor that we need to make sure doesn't get built on. So we need to keep that land, uh, that rail corridor. It looks at the future rail terminal, uh, a future rail terminal. So those sites at Tiffendale and Archer. Yep. It looks at the Waddell Freeway. Um, so all of those things, if you're thinking about one day that you want to buy land out there or you already have land out there, you need to have a look at this document because you need to have a say because, as I said, with the Lee Point, the, the consultation happened those years ago. So in five or six years' time or eight years' time or whatever it is, there'll be decisions made about land use in that Holtz to Elizabeth River area and people will say, I wasn't consulted. Well, now's the time to be consulted. So, so um, it's important that people do get onto the Planning Commission website and, and have a say. And I'll get to that in just a second. Before we get there, though, I know that there's also opportunities, obviously, for people to have their say uh, when it comes to protecting the environment and the recreational value, including um, part of that pine forest that's still out there at Howard Springs North. It is an area that people seem to be quite worried about and want to make sure is preserved, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So this is so the first stage of consultation, the Planning Commission went out and spoke to lots of people. There was uh, public meetings and they have listened to that. And so the original plan was called the Palmerston and Environs Plan. So number one, um, there was a lot of feedback that, uh, that from rural residents that they didn't like that name and so it's been changed to the Holtz to Elizabeth River Plan. Um, again, as you say, around the pine forest, um, Dr Ritchie heard loudly and clearly that that's a great recreation area. Those um, green belts are needed to be maintained. So this draft now, the middle draft in this process before the final one's signed off, it has um, kept those green recreational areas, those pine forest areas. So um, Dr Ritchie and his team have listened. Um, but, you know, if you, you still want a further say, make sure you have a say. But um, definitely those recreational areas, those pine forest areas uh, are being maintained. Minister, where can people go to actually make sure that their voices are heard? I know that a lot of people listen to this show who do live out in the rural area and in those areas that you've spoken about. How can they make sure that their voices and any concerns they might have are indeed heard? So there's, um, if you've got technology, you can go to Have Your Say and th that website, the Have Your Say NT yep. Government website, or the planningcommission.nt.gov.au website. But also Dr Ritchie and his team will be out. They'll have pop-ups. They'll be at you know the rural markets. They'll be um, out at shopping centres. So they'll make sure. I, I think the Planning Commission do a good job around the area planning consultation process. They'll make sure that they're out and about and you can have that opportunity to have a say uh, by the 26th of November. Now, Minister, before I let you go, uh, we do know that obviously uh, the pay freeze, the public service pay freeze, is uh, causing some issues at the moment. Uh, that uh, proposal that was put forward has now been voted down by Power and & Water and also Jakarta Energy. Where to from here with this pay freeze? 
Well, um, you know, this is what happens with EBA negotiations, and I think most of us that have been around for a while know that there's uh, toing and froing around that. Offers are, offers are made, and there's backwards and forwardsing. But you know, the, the government has provided a thousand dollar payment to all public servants, and um, you know, capped the public sector wages. We understand that there are you know some people that are you know concerned about that, uh, and then there's been other offers around um, additional benefits such as holidays, things like that, additional days for leave. But you know that that's our bargaining policy, and we'll continue. the The public service commissioner does the bargaining on behalf of government, so those uh, negotiations will continue. And as this I said, that's not new. We've we've seen that over many years. I was a public th- servant for 30 years, uh, and I know there've been some tough EBAs mm. with education over the years. So that's part of the process and that's uh, that's a good part of the process. I mean, is it getting frustrating though? I, like at the end of the day, I know a lot of people that work in the private sector are thinking, I wouldn't mind a $1,000 pay increase and an increase to my uh, to my conditions. Yeah, and as I said, that but that's what um, and that's what unions do. As I said, there's there's toing and froing around that. Um, hopefully, we can get to some middle ground around those positions. And as I said, we've seen that in the past, and that's the role of the Commission of Public Employment to do that. Um, we think, as a government, that was I mean that was a recommendation out of Langeland. Uh, we think it's a fair deal around a thousand dollar payment to all public servants. Um, but as I said. Um, that remains to be seen and that's part of the process, Katie. Well, Eva Lawler, the Minister for Infrastructure Planning and Logistics, we appreciate your time this morning. Thanks very much for having a chat with me. Thank you very much, Katie. Thank you. Well, you are listening to Mix 104.9's 360.